I spend my whole day surrounded by death. So why should it be any different when I'm asleep? Besides, real life is a lot scarier. Maria put her hairbrush down and started to tidy up her bedside locker. After a few moments, Helen asked softly, Did you know any of the dead people? Dad looked after them all, Maria replied casually, tugging gently on the locket round her neck. Last month it was Dougal, the man from the town park. Dougal had drunk so much alcohol, Dad said he didn't need any for the embalming. Earlier this week, it was John, the old postman. You have an overactive imagination, and who could blame you, Helen declared, waving her hands dismissively. Living across the road from a graveyard is scary enough, but you must be the only girl in Ireland who has fresh wreaths in her bedroom. I don't mind. Dad doesn't have space for them downstairs. Why, Helen began slowly, almost as if she didn't want to ask the next question. How long have you been having this dream? Since I was seven. Since you were what? Helen said, wrinkles of astonishment crisscrossing her forehead. How could you keep this a secret for five years? I told Dad when it happened first. He said I had a gift. That's a wonderful way to comfort a seven-year-old child, Helen said sarcastically. Dad taught me there's nothing to fear because the dead can't harm you. He was right in a way about it being a gift. It can be reassuring. I got to see Auntie Annie after she passed away. And then, of course, Maria added falteringly, there was Mum. It would freak me out, Helen gasped, beads of sweat appearing near her forehead. I don't know how you can be so cool about it. I've got used to it by now, Maria replied, looking down at her hard hands with her soft blue eyes. I've even put some posters up so I can look at my favourite bands instead of dead people wiggling their hands at me. Helen shook her mousy brown hair vigorously. She got to her feet, pulled back the curtains and opened the window. As the fresh air streamed into the bedroom, Helen glanced up at the cold, imposing church across the road. The sun was going down and in the graveyard beside the church, Maria's father was busy digging. Your dad's nearly finished Paul Brown's grave. Helen paused for a moment, as if weighing up the evidence. Are you saying Paul Brown will be standing by your wardrobe in his smelly wellies tonight? Helen asked. He's already checked in. Arrived last night, Maria replied. Helen shook her head. It's just a dream, though, isn't it? Helen insisted. Maria said nothing. So Helen tried a different approach. So if the dream doesn't bother you, why are you telling me about it at all? Maria leaned forward excitedly. Last night was different. 
Paul Brown was standing in exactly the same place as they normally do, but this time his eyes were open. Ooh, spooky, Helen replied, her breathing getting, getting a little faster again. Are you sure it wasn't the light from the moon playing tricks on you? A blue light burned in his eyes, and his mouth was open. But there's more, Maria whispered. He spoke to me. What did he say? Just two words. Maria spoke in a deep, gravelly voice. Help me.